Ooh. A modernized digital mixing bowl. Cool. Sorry, carry on. You went just say when ready. That's where you got mental now. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what have you used? What you just said. <laughs> Ooh, mixing bowl. <laughs> okay, when, when, when you're ready, just go. Shut up, old man. You're listening to No Rerolls Radio from norerolls.co.uk. And welcome to No Rerolls. This is episode 5, brought to you on the No Rerolls blog. My name's Alex. And Stuart. And we're here today to talk about a very important topic, sci-fi. So, to lead off, what we're going to do today is Stuart is going to discuss his top 10 board games, including RPGs and stuff like that. And then I'll take it over and I'll be doing my top 10 video games uh, with also an additional bit at the end. Like board games for the socially inept. Exactly. Uh, And with graphics for those who don't have an imagination. So what we'll do is Stuart's going to take the lead today and then I am going to take over and do my bit. So over to you, Stuart. Before we before we do that, um, there's one bit of news. I know we're not totally up to date on this, but we've not been around for a month or so. I know it's hard to actually believe it's been a month, but you know, with everything going, has up, it been a month? Give me a second. I will check right now. It has <laughs> been the exact same. Although I will just two say, months. Has it been two months? Geez. August the tenth. Wow, wow. We even missed my birthday. We didn't even get to celebrate that. Um, that's how we do it here, folks. We don't celebrate birthdays. Um, oh, actually, know. mine's coming up next month. Oh, no. Sod you. We don't do it. And I'm th- oh, that's fine. I'm 30. Are you sure you're 30? We are actually celebrating a special day today, folks, because this is actually the day Stuart came out of hibernation. Hibernation cycle. Back Cy- in- cybernation? Yes, it's cybernation, hibernation cycle back in 1315. So this is actually a special day. He thinks he's 30, but he's actually about 460 years old. That's not. That's, that's not today. It's not today, but November. it's coming. So, um... Yeah, the only big bit of news that I really wanted to look at was the amicable divorce of Games Workshop and yeah. my beloved dealers of cardboard crack <laughs> fantasy <laughs> flight. Yeah, the, the, the only problem is it comes across as amicable, but the the real problem is it wasn't as such like there's a lot of rumors there's a lot of stuff and yeah you're right we're not coming to it fresh but we're coming to it with more research so you've got to look at the fact that games workshop is in the process of also re-releasing or releasing more um (laughs) excuse me uh of their codexes and apparently from what i can gather off the interwebs they have a game. Uh, they have a book coming out called Black Crusade, which would clash with the Fantasy Flight title Black Crusade, yeah. based on the chaos. And a lot of people uh, well, are it's it's up, it's, uh, If that's for the table, if that's for the forty k pushing battles of dice around game, it's a uh, different. It's different. I know, but at the same time, it's a shame. I think the bigger thing is the fact that they've started to do more board games again themselves. Re-releasing some old ones and also putting out some new ones, so getting those licenses back for the old games would be good, and some of the new ones. They've also been pushing licensing. Um, they actually went to License Con in I want to say Nevada this year, shortly before the announcement of the split with Fantasy Flight, and were pushing um, licenses for both their core titles and also some more obscure ones, such as. Um, Fury of Dracula and 
Chainsaw Warrior. Really? I didn't think they were pushing those ones. I thought they were dead and gone. Well, actually, Fury of Dracula only came back out last year. Um, Was it? Fantasy Flight did third edition last year. Hmm. I have a copy sitting next to me just now. Hmm. Fair enough. It Uh, it has not been opened yet, but it is sitting next (laughs) to me just now. Uh, It's what we call a panic purchase. Yeah, I mean, uh, (laughs) I'm in the process. I'm very, very lucky. I've got a friend of mine who bought for my birthday a copy of one of the Rogue Trader Adventures. I then bought me another one shortly afterwards. I'm slowly trying to buy up myself. It's it's, it's a shame they've lost it because I was talking to a couple of guys in the Black Lion shop in Edinburgh who were saying that they've noticed that they're thinking what Fantasy Flight might do is publish like one last hurrah print, as it were, before uh, they get the license taken off. Well, they have to stop selling things by February. It's not just the licenses. They have to actually cease sales in February. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's a shame because it, it's, such a, it's such a nice series. Like, Fantasy Plight actually know what they're doing most of the time. Thing is... Games Workshop gave them a terrible system that, excuse me, Fantasy Flight took and embraced... Thing is, Fantasy Flight aren't even really Fantasy Flight anymore. They're now a, a division of Asmodee. Mm. And that's kind of interesting as well, the fact that when Fantasy Flight first got that license, they weren't that that big a company. Now, however, they're part of a company that is massive. Asmodee has been on this huge, huge buying spree over the last mm. couple of years, which... They're buying all the competitors up. The or not t- even competitors; they're buying the producers, the you know, the pushers, as it were. They're heading towards um, becoming sort of becoming the hobby game industry. Yeah, I mean, they own what they own. Fantasy Flight now, they own Catan, they own. Wait, they bought Catan? I yeah, did yeah. not realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They own Days of Wonder, which is <laughs> your. Um, Oh, what's it called? Ticket to Ride, Memoir 1944, all that stuff. They own... Didn't they buy... Did they buy a Z-Man? Yeah, they bought Z-Man, Plaid Hat, Philosophia. Um, they bought the Spot It Casual Games. They have a lot of stuff. Mm. They've bought a lot and they are basically becoming bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So. Yeah, they're, they're going to have sort of the monopoly on that, which is... Yeah. Which, which, is in, un... which in in a way, is nice to see that this is happening. Um, It's got mixed things. On the one hand, it gives you a big presence and a bit of stability. On the other hand, you've got um, a company that's basically eating everything else up. There's very little competition. The idea that they could become the sort of Hasbro of... Mm. this sort of thing and it doesn't put them in the same sort of bracket yet as people like Hasbro but it does put them firmly um, in front of Games Workshop yeah 
Uh, I mean, Games Workshop is losing all the business. Let's not lie about that, folks. I mean, Games Workshop rebranded last year. Most of its stores now are not known as Games Workshop stores. They're known as Warhammer stores. I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't have a problem either. But then they are bringing back stuff which they should have done ages ago, which is stuff like they brought the Assassin's game out, they brought uh, Dreadfleet out, they're bringing back a lot of the board games. Dread, I had to call Dreadfleet a shining moment of good judgment. I wouldn't call it a shining moment but either, is but they a are board going... Game. Yeah, it is a board game, and it's making players who are generally board game players collectors of miniatures in a sort, which then Games Workshop can then turn around, ah, yes, you bought this, now let's go and buy the other 30 million pieces you seem to want. Um, Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I mean, let's just hope and pray that they actually get the ball rolling again. And, uh, the, 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 they are going into territory that has been firmly out of their league for some time now. So, sci-fi. On to sci-fi. First of all, what? Um, let's get a bit of background of what sort of sci-fi you like, and I'll, then I'll say sort of my sort of thing. I'll let you go first. Uh, sure. I did the intro, so that, that that's up to you. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Well, I mean, earliest experiences of sci-fi would obviously be things like Star Wars, and um, actually, and really early was Asimov, Really? As well. Yeah, um, I, up until... I came to him a lot later than a lot of people did. See, I, I, I liked it. I like Asimov. Up until first or second year of high school, I wasn't a big reader. Until I was given you know two books. One was a Terry Pratchett and one was an Isaac Asimov. Hmm. So, yeah, big influence. I, he's no, I wouldn't call him my favourite anymore. I like, I like Philip K. Dick. I love a bit of Dick. So, um... <laughs> You just had to do it, didn't you? You couldn't yeah, Philip resist. K, Philip K. Dick's fantastic. Um, Is he the one with the aliens that get farted to death? I'll come to him in a minute. Nowadays, yeah. I really like John Scalzi, um, Old Man's War, uh, Agent to the Stars, Android's Dream, all that. Mm. So, of course, I love Star Wars. Um, Everyone loves a bit of Star Wars. Like, yeah, I admit, but I was I, really into the expanded universe, and I wasn't someone who got really hurt and annoyed when it was wiped out of canon because I don't really care. <sighs> Those stories are still there. Yeah, it it was annoying slightly that they were like, "Nope, this didn't happen." And you're like, "Really?" Like, this, this, I think this people only I think people only really remember the good bits of yeah, the expanded they, universe, they, like they, Grand Admiral Thrawn, Admiral Dala. Uh, Jedi Academy, but then they don't look at some of the ridiculous nonsense like the Yuuzhan Vong invasion, the Swarm War, the courtship of Princess Leia. Oh, please don't. I read that book. It was, at the time, it was adequate. Hasn't aged well. Neither Carrie Fisher, though. Uh... (laughs) She's a classy lady. (laughs) No, um, no, she's not. They did an interview and she admitted not wearing underwear on the first... Uh, was it Return of the Jedi? Was it Empire Strikes? I'll stop you right there. I'll stop you right there. She was, was not She was not allowed to wear a bra in Star Wars because George Lucas said you don't wear underwear in space. <sighs> so it, it, was all, it, it, it was all tape. Uh, it was all tape. She has... She, no, 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 uh, uh, no. Next point. No, um, that's <laughs> who I am. More recently, I've got into more classic sci-fi. Um, 
I trolled your I trolled one of your one of your RPGs once. I'm very sorry. Uh, with no, a char- you're not. <laughs> with a character based on the main character from classic sci-fi novel, The Stars His Destination. And I'm getting more into them just now, like Fred Hoyle's Black Cloud and more sort of hard sci-fi. But I still like Star Wars. I mean, I'm I just I've just caught up with the first couple of episodes of season three of Star Wars Rebels, and oh my god, it's so good. Which one? Star Wars Rebels. Mm. It's, I, I got, it's season. Like th- it's season three. The... So Grand just come in. I, I like I like the Clone Wars. Uh, I like the original. It follows on really well from that. Yeah, I've I've been catching some points. I like the original Clone Wars one, and then they brought out the new one, and at start it wasn't that good, but I really got into it. I think it got better as it went along. However, yeah. you give an idea of your sort of sci-fi background. So my sci-fi background, uh, Star Wars, like everybody else says. Uh, also, Star Trek was a big influence. Mostly the Next Generation. Uh, yeah, I used to right. love. I used to love watching that. Uh, and then about six or seven years old, I discovered 40K. And that really sort of took off my passion for that. And I've been an avid fan of Stuart Confirm as well. You know, you ask me, sign. I generally know about it or know somebody who can inform me. We'll see about that in the quiz at the end. Uh, yes. Uh, then, uh, sort of at the age of 16, I really got into uh, a series called Mass Effect. As probably many of you know, Mass Effect is a huge, huge, huge sci-fi thing. Uh, and it's sort of almost realistic sci-fi. Yeah. And I hate using that term. But it's believable, sorry, not realistic, believable sci-fi, uh, like Star Trek, um, you know, uh, then you've got... Wait, into- wait, 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 uh, uh, society <laughs> with no money, that's not believable. Yeah, 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 it could be, it could be, we could just borrow things and everything would be fine. Uh, and then Socialist. I got- <laughs> and I know it's technically not sci-fi, it's mostly other genres but fallout fallout to me is a huge 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 influence i love it love it love it uh, especially fallout 4 many of you have just come to the fallout series perhaps and discovered fallout 4 for the first time it's an amazing series uh really worth playing the old ones all over again um for me though i like grand strategy as well so when i was younger i did play command and conquer uh, now I sort of enjoy the role-playing aspects, so Knights of the Old Republic for me was a huge one as well that I really got into. And Deus Ex, uh, Human Revolution was my first adventure into that field and really got into that. Um, so, on to the top ten, I guess. Sure. Um, actually, number ten is one that's been influenced really heavily by yourself, and it's only here because of a game that you ran. It's Rogue Trader... The one of the Warhammer Forty Thousand role playing games. Whoop, whoop. I think you're actually better equipped talking, <laughs> to talk about that one than I am. Yeah. So, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Just whatever you think. Uh, okay, Rogue Trader. It was the third. Uh, I don't yes, care which number. Third it was. released from Fantasy Flight. It was the first time where you could just go explore. Uh, the best way I can describe it is pirates in space. Uh, you are exploring space pirates, if you will. Space pirates, as you will. Uh, you are basically destined to go and explore the spas, kill people, sign up, kill foreign things and foreign people. It is an amazing game. I love running it. It's full of fun, full of adventure. You can literally screw about for a whole session and get nothing done, 
or you can do what the guys did in several of my games and screw about and get nothing much done. Um, I really hate how we left off our last game of Road Trader, though. I really, really wish we got to finish that off properly. Um, Seb Holt, uh, who I have mentioned many, many times on No Rerolls, he is my bane, but also my uh, my rock. I, I love him more. My paramour, thank you. I was trying to think of the I word. I actually have just finished a game of Scion yep. with a character called Seb Colt. Ah, you brought him back. No. Aww. I wish he had. But he is kind of, <laughs> but he is kind of a big deal. Yeah, Seb Holt was kind of a big deal. Um, I'd also you know, like to point out that I'm actually running another game of Road Trader. Uh, this Friday, and that's I'm hoping to actually write up about that because we've actually got a lot of new players coming to the sci-fi. Oh, site. is it going to be regularly on Fridays? Because I was going to say I was about to ask you after this <laughs> that I'm looking to start Fridays. Uh, Fridays, I can't actually do that. It's when I do my pen and paper. So at the moment, that uh, is uh, VTM, which we have discussed many, many times. Uh, but we've got a player who's going away for two weeks uh, to enjoy holiday with their family. Not that. We're all in clear to be jealous that they get to go and travel quarter of the globe. Uh, their character will die on the way back. Uh, and Naturally. for those couple of sessions, we'll actually be running Road Trader. Uh, and on Wednesdays, I'm running an online Road Trader game with a few people. So That I was not invited uh, no, no, to? Not Wednesdays, sorry, Mondays. That Even... I was also not invited to? I didn't think you'd be interested. It's number 10 on my list, is it not? Exactly, it's the worst one. On your top list. ten, top yeah, ten, top ten. You go to number one. Core Worlds didn't make it on. Who? Four X didn't make it on. Lots of games didn't make it onto the list. I'll, 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 if you would. My okay. criticism of the game is that it is encumbered by a crunchy real set that may or may not be suitable to everyone. I prefer lighter sets, but it's still cool. I have to admit, though, the D one hundred is probably one of the easiest things you can get players sorted on. Um, I quite like I quite like my Jenga Tower for Dread. No, no, I mean dice dice wise. If you, if you're playing a dice role playing game, I'd say the D100 is probably the most simple and easiest. I like Fate. Which one's that? You use dices with pluses and minuses and and blanks. Yeah, yeah but okay, okay. Once it's, with it, it's quite dice. straightforward. It's fine. A percentile system's fine. A percentile system is fine. Thank you. Moving on to number nine, which yeah. is a very small game. Okay. It's about the size of a deck box for a trading card game. Mm. It's Star Realms. I can't say I know much about it. No, it's a very, very small deck building game. That's a really good app version for free on Android and possibly iOS, I wouldn't know. Because uh, no one who no one who likes games goes for iOS. Well, mm. expendable memory, expandable memory, not expendable on Android. Actually, my Samsung here, I can't put any extra anything extra into either. How can you not? What have you got? Um, Edge. Yeah, I've got the Edge. I've got expandable memory in it. No, you've not. Yes, I do. I put it in in the shop when I bought it. Hmm. Moving on. <laughs> well, I didn't. <laughs> I bought it and asked, does this have expandable memory? Yes. Would you like to put it in? Yes, I would. I don't think you're right, but I'll move on. Star Realms. Um, I love deck building games. My favourite is um, Dominion, which is the original one. <coughs> Others have done different things, like uh, Thunderstone, I did in sort of adventuring. And I do quite like as well the 
DC one. I'm not a big fan of the Marvel one. I've never really However, done building ones except Dominion with you. Dominion's fantastic. This is like that, except you are building up instead of a instead of a medieval sort of fiefdom, you're instead building up a galactic civilization. Yeah, and you're trying to kill the enemy one. They have a certain amount of health or influence, and you're trying to knock that from fifty down to zero. So you're split between combat, um, credits or monies, and nice. utility cards. It's really good. I like their faction system. It's very competitive, and you can tell that it was a uh, the, the the competition, and it comes out really well. Largely because the designers were actually um, Magic the Gathering champions. Yeah. And competitive players. It's really good and it's simple and it's fun. Which is actually something I recently got into is Magic the Gathering. Um, I didn't actually think I would. So I might actually like that system. Maybe. It's not similar to... It's similar no, 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 to but Dominion. I mean if it's designed by them they kind of know what they're doing. Sure. Then number eight is another role-playing game. And this is Star Wars Edge of the Empire. And... Really, the other ones would fit as well, but this is the one that I've had the most experience with, both as a player and running it as well for an af- for a after school group. Yeah, I really liked it when uh, one of the guys at the club ran it. I was playing a Chiss medic who had a really cool shotgun, but I never got to actually join properly, which is annoying. I had, I had a medic who was addicted to his stims. So uh, when, yes. when we were fighting stim soldiers, he was just, I want to join you! <laughs> Give me your supply! <laughs> uh, no, I'd love to play a game, but the only problem is that you have to either own the specialty dice, I would say, or you can get the app, which I think is a couple of quid. No, I think it's free. Is it free? I, I might be wrong, but I think I'll it's free. Check. While, while, you're, while you're nattering on, I'll go check. The system's really simple. It's a lot more story-driven than games like Rogue Trader. It's a lighter system. It does have those speciality dice, which on the one hand are quite annoying because you have to learn the symbols, but once you've learned the symbols, it's it's really quite straightforward. I also like that you can absolutely fail something, but the way the dice work, you can fail, but then something awesome happens anyway. Or you can have this great success, but then something terrible also happens as a result. And I like that. Hmm. I kind of found it nice because you had like style, uh, was it style points or skill points? I can't. Skill. Yeah. There's also a lot of uh, fan material. Uh, it's $4.99. Oh, I don't so, ever pay that much. Okay, fair so enough. I, I must have got, I got, I got it cheap because I got, I got like a gift card for doing something on Android. Fair enough. Number seven is the second Star Wars game on my list. Oh, that's £3.88 apparently. Sorry, folks. Uh, seven is the second Star Wars game on my list and that's X-Wing. Mm-hmm. The miniatures game. Is that the one with the giant fleets or is that Armada? That's Armada. It might have been higher on my list but I've not played it because I can't justify that cost. No, not a lot of people can. I was looking like I've I've been going into a few like shops and they they're selling the X wing stuff because it's small. It's still uh, like that that's expensive enough. Yeah, that's the problem. They're, they're going into old Games Workshop territory and price. <laughs> I suppose that's the problem with licensed miniatures, though. However, the PP miniatures are fantastic. The game is really good. I'm someone who got really into a game called Wings of War years ago. Now it's been discontinued but it's been kind of brought back as Wings of Glory. Is that and the World War One planes? Or... Yes. 
Yeah, I like. I actually played a game of that a few years ago, and I really was it did with me? Enjoy. No, we've never played it. Okay, I've got the starter set in the cupboard. I'll play it when I'm back up, actually. No, you and I, you and I are going to play game number one on this list. Mm. Oh, teasing. Uh, I tease you. Yeah, um, Please take me out for dinner first, sir. Uh, why not? Yeah, that sounds good. Cool. Right. If you're Excellent. listening in Thursday, hello to why not. We would accept sponsors of any sort. Especially the ones that have um, Strongbow Cloudy Apple Cider on tap like you do. Do they actually? Yeah. See, I can't drink at the minute, so I've got a bottle. It's annoying. My parents came back and gave me a bottle of mead. And oh, I, I, I can't drink mead. See, I like Lindisfarne mead. But... I, don't, I, I don't do we do sweet things. Yeah. No, it's just because it's got ginger in it. It sounds actually quite nice, but my folks turned around and like, oh, yeah, we've been to Buckfast Abbey. I was like, if you brought me a bottle of Buckfast, I will kill you. Like, I am not having that in my house. Fair enough. But anyway, sorry, carry on, Stuart. X-Wing, yeah, so X-Wing's a game of dogfights. Um, it's just fantastic. It looks great on the tabletop. It's quite a strategic game, um, and I've got way too many models for it, and yet not enough models for it. It's that constant thing of there's always something else you can get. For example, I've not got a TIE Bomber. Oh, wouldn't a TIE Bomber be nice? And now, with the Star Wars Rebels ships coming out for it, I want them. <laughs> they're going to make a little TIE fighter that's which cut... has got the graffiti on it we yes! said that last time Sabine's yeah. TIE fighter and the, the the ghost is already out and that's fantastic and it's just all really great and they actually look decent as pre-painted yes. minutes they actually look nice well, my and the previous... good thing is you can just paint over them if you want yeah my previous experience of pre-painted miniatures was confrontation which was a huge disappointment but these ones are fantastic don't remember confrontation, if I'm honest. It was a French game. <sighs> the less spoken, the better. Um, um, yeah, <laughs> I joke, I joke. <laughs> the company was badly managed. The game was badly maintained, but the models were fantastic. Were they actually? Yes. Until they brought out the painted ones, which were fine. They just weren't as nice, and they were a bit smudgy and bleh. Yeah, cheaply done, cheaply look. Yeah, which is a pity for my company that had such a great aesthetic. What was there? I think a lot of them are now working for Cool Mini or not. Yeah, I like <clears throat> looking at their site. It's quite nice. Let's see. So, X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Dogfights in the Star Wars universe. Now, let's go back to my second 40k-themed game on this list, mm. which would be Forbidden Stars. Yes. Is now, this... it might oh. go higher on my list than number six in the future, but at the moment, I've not played it enough to go any higher. Mm. Sorry, you had a question. <laughs> Yeah, is that the one I played with you? No. Uh, oh no, this is a new one. That was Relic, which is a sci-fi 40k retheme of Talisman, a classic sort of roll and move game from Games Workshop. Yeah. Forbidden Stars is more of a space conquest game. So I played it with, J- uh, with James recently, and I was the Ultramarines and he was the World Eaters, and it's basically sort of fighting through each other, trying to claim objectives. So we ended up with one objective each and a bit of a stalemate. It was good. The combat system took us a little time to figure out. Is it quite convoluted, would you say? Or no. Is it, just, is it just a bit, you know, it takes time to gain? No, I mean, the core of the game, the order system, is lifted from the StarCraft board game. I can't is, say I've ever been a StarCraft well, fan, so nothing I've really followed. 
the board game came out a few years ago now from Fantasy Flight. It was fantastic. It's been discontinued when they lost that license. Now it's gone to 40k. They've made this game and now it's going to be discontinued because they've lost the license. It's a shame, really. Uh, you, you get these games and then just gone. Yeah, it's good, though. And what I like about it is the feeling of sort of building your fleet or your army and moving them around and I love the orders how mm. they have to be resolved in a certain order and all that it's just really fantastic and it's it makes sense as it were and it's simpler than it looks so I yeah. think this week we're going to try and get a four player game going um, mainly because James wants to go the orcs is uh, apparently orcs is best and I'm quite keen to try out the world eaters yeah, fair enough Oh, that's another thing I'd like to say. Um, one of the viewers, a friend of mine called Dave, uh, sent me a rather aggressive text after listening to one of our shows. Apparently, I say fair enough far too much, so much so that uh, he's asked my partner to record every time I say it that she flicks me. So I do apologize if Dave is listening to this one that he hears me say fair enough more than twice, which is a fair enough point to make. Eh, fair enough. Exactly. Number five. Uh, I don't know if you played this with me or not. Android Netrunner. You've told me a lot about it, but I've never played it. I remember it's they release everything at the similar time or something like that. Oh, I heart this game so much. It's yeah. an asymmetrical card game from Richard Garfield, who created um, Magic the Gathering and you know King of Tokyo mm. and other things. Like Robo Valley. I think that was him. But um, this is a game, it's asymmetrical. One of you plays as this big monolithic corporation, and one of you plays as the intrepid wee hacker trying huh. to take them down. Fighting the power, man. Fight the power. And it's, it's good, and each corporation and each sort of type of hacker has their own personality, really. Like, yeah. My favourite being my favourite corporation being NBN, which is basically News Corp <laughs> under uh, Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> They're really good. I like how basically other people try to hurt you as you go through the firewalls. They just charge you. They just monetize it. <laughs> Brilliant. It's it's really good. Um, I had a problem in that I lost all my tokens the game which was quite frustrating I lost all my tokens for the game which was really frustrating because you can't play without tokens but some kind soul on the UK Netrunner Facebook group sent me two packs of tokens for free oh that's really nice it was he's my bae he's your bae is it someone you still keep in contact or is it that one thing it was just that one thing Um, at the time I was asking he was actually at the UK Championships Hmm. so World Championships are coming up soon. Ooh. It's a very competitive game. Not much up here, obviously, because there's no people up here. But, you know, if, if the sheep could play... Uh, although, I'm just going to point this out. If you lived in civilization like moi... Shut your face. Although I don't play it, so it doesn't really It is matter, a game I'd like to get some more of. It is one the wife will play, so I've got no excuse, really. Uh, I've got way too many cards for it, though. The wife. Wow. Lady Wifington. That's that's better. <laughs> okay. Number four. Yeah. You have played this with me and you hate it. 
Cosmic Encounter. Cosmic Encounter! It's amazing. If it's this horrible. Would, if this were just a, ga- a list of my favourite games, it would be higher. But because it's about sci-fi, there's better games that carry the sci-fi theme. If you know what I mean. The, the theme's a bit more cohesive thing. But I love Cosmic. There are hundreds of possible aliens which mean there are oh god I do admit it is quite a fun game I just hate Stuart playing it because he cheats I don't cheat I just how many times have I heard after a game oh I got that rule wrong early oh, on oh, I missed, I, to I be missed fair, that rule oh that would have meant you could have got a bit further Bonham that was early on and I can't be blamed for you not understanding your alien powers there was a hundred odd aliens I knew like two or three of you know the one that you know you lose i win like what how appropriate you got the loser yeah the loser was amazing the loser is fantastic and he's a i also like the i mean everyone knows that the other one i'm thinking of is very good too parasite i don't remember that one Oh, no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they can, he can just force himself onto, onto your, your team. walls and stuff like that. He can force himself onto a team in a fight. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's really good. It's basically, you know what, it, it basically boils down to being a negotiation and or a bluffing game. That's basically what it is. It's a negotiation game. And there's probably better negotiation games out there when it comes to pure negotiation. But the way that the alien powers work, where every player has something that breaks the game in some way, is really cool. And yeah, all the different combinations are really cool. And the fact that they're not balanced at all and rely on your style of negotiation and your building of alliances to combat the unbalanced powers is it, also really cool. I will admit it has got fun things. I just, I don't know, I've just got begrudging it because we did it a lot and I think that's what kind of is like, eh. That's fine. Um, the alien, sorry, if the alien theme doesn't particularly appeal to you, there's a new version coming out that's been reskinned to... Game of Thrones. I don't know how I feel about that. I, 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 I'm I, not going to get it because I've already got cosmic. a ton of cosmic stuff, including a version from the year that I was born. Yeah. Hmm. That was put out by GW. Right, number three. We're getting into a very heavy game now that you have not played. I don't know if you've got the stamina for it. We would all be sitting there, like, you know, really focused, and you'd be sitting there like, oh, what's going on? Oh my god, hashtag dicks out for Harambe. But dicks are out for Harambe. <laughs> exactly. Because so, lying on the floor, Harambe, Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen that video as well. Moving on. Twilight Imperium, third edition. It's massive. I mean, the box is a coffin that That's I that I intend to be buried June, in. So, is that the one based off of June? No, that's Rex. Uh, I do know the one. one. I didn't. We were going to play a game, but we never got around to it. Oh, we we we've because, played, because we've, I left for Civilization. We've played it since at the club. Oh, once, thanks. Once we I get leave. rid of you, we could do things that, that were fun. Yeah, again. I know, and I get still abuse from you and Ray. Thanks, guys. Never talk to his child again. I, I would. Fine. <laughs> anyway. So Twilight Imperium 3 is a massive space opera. It is... You're basically running a civilization, and that includes 
research and development. It includes military spending. It includes um, logistics. It includes trade. It includes diplomacy. It includes democracy, as you're sort of voting in the Galactic Senate and everything. It's just huge in scope. It is massive. There are some. There are different aliens that you can take. There are different fleets you can use. I. It was brilliant. Um, the game that I won, I felt a real sense of triumph winning that game. It wasn't just oh great, I won, move on. It was we have spent a day at this, and I have, and I have come out victorious. God damn it! Mm. Fantastic. And the fact that I got to stab. Um, Bruce in the back to get there was all the better. I'm glad your betrayal. It was oh sure I will give you the core planet of Megatorex in one turn, and at the end of that turn I won. Just stay back and you get it next turn, because I had to get a massive fleet into orbit around the sort of core planet, and that was a problem because it meant I had to put every single bit of resourcing that I had not into orders to give out, not into research but into um, fleet size all my resourcing was put into getting a big enough fleet which logistically was a bloody challenge, the game is huge the game is massive, give up a day I've got both expansions, oh my god huge, huge it's a beautiful thing Number two is a much smaller game. And I was very confused when a parcel arrived at my door from Hellenic Mail. Mm. Because it came from Greece. Mm. And it's called Among the Stars. And I have heard you talk about this one, but again, it's one I've never played. I'm the afraid. After School Club loves it. Mm. It's a card drafting game. Uh, that's why I've never heard of it. Elements of Seven Wonders and a little bit of Carcassonne chucked in with the tile laying, where you're drafting cards to build a space station. And you put down your tiles and you make your space station, and it's fantastic. You just build this huge big thing, uh, different cards interact in different ways, so for example your fighter bays have to be a certain amount of uh, space away from your reactors your um, blue sort of logistics places need to be near each other certain diplomacy ones give you bonuses Hmm. Um, military turrets the more turrets you have, the more each turret's worth, all that sort of stuff, it's lots of sort of synergy and interactions between the cards, mean that you're planning out however, you take a card you have a hand of uh, tiles and once you've chosen a card and played it, you actually pass them round. So you don't always get that planning. You don't get to plan out that far in advance. And it's not just about picking the tiles that you want, but it can be about denying the other person the tiles that they want. So it's sort of almost like a denial game as well. It can be. I think it's less of that, than, but it's still good. Hmm. And number one is a new game for me. And one that I want to play with you. Ooh. Star Wars Rebellion. Have hmm. you seen this game? I have heard of it, but if I am honest, I haven't read into it as much. Large box, and it basically you play out the whole Galactic Civil War. 
Ooh. That actually sounds quite fun. So you're recruiting heroes to your side. So for example, because in the films you don't start with them, you don't start you don't start as the rebellion with Luke and Han and Chewie on, yeah. on, on your side. You start with um Mon Mothma Mon Mothma, Princess Leia. Uh Princess Jan- Leia's father. No, not him. No, no, her stepfather. No, not him. But he was one of the leading members. Yeah, but not in the original trilogy. Not in the original trilogy, really. Really? You don't see him. Well, you do at the end of three. Not in the original trilogy. Yes, you do. Oh, no, not the original. Sorry, uh, original trilogy, four, five, six. No, that's true. But Bail Ghana should be in there somewhere. No, maybe if they do an expansion or a different version. Um, I quite like that it's a lot like a video game that I used to play which was called Star Wars Supremacy or in the US Star Wars Rebellion as well it's very similar when you're sending your heroes out on missions and the Empire hunting for the rebel base that's basically what you're doing in there Um, you've got a certain amount of heroes and they scale up as you go along in terms of number you either send them out on missions or use them to either move ships or lead attacks or counter enemy missions, and the countering enemy missions is really important. For example, as the Empire, I make a big habit of saving my um, combat missions to the end, like my capture the enemy agent sort of missions, mm. so that I can try it when there's fewer enemy agents to counter me. Fair enough. That's actually it. Sounds quite a good game, though. I would like to mm. try that out. The highlight I've had is turning Princess Leia to the dark side. Really? Mm. Technically, that did happen in the Expanded Universe. That happened to everyone. Because Luke, then Leia, then... I don't know. But turning one Mothma to the dark side is a huge thing because she's such a diplomatic powerhouse. She can just start pumping How did you manage that? It's basically, it's a mission that the Emperor can get. But it's one use only. And you chose her? Yeah. Well, it has to be someone that you've captured. Ah, right, okay. And you can also move around Death Stars and things. So, for example, in my game against uh, Ray recently, I managed to find his planet with a Death Star, so blew it up. It's ultimately a game of hide-and-seek. The Rebels are looking to sort of wear the, wear the clock down mm. as the Empire hunts for the Rebel base. And the Rebels can carry out sort of objectives and things that bring the put a time limit on the game so let's say you've got an objective that's take out a Star Destroyer for one reputation you take out a Star Destroyer, you move the sort of game length down one so it might go from 14 to 13 turns which mm. means there's less time that the rebels have to hide Yeah. so it's good uh, I played it on Meg as well and that went really well yeah, that's good to hear that it's doing so well it's, oh, it's fantastic. I absolutely love it. I'm actually going to turn around just now just for five seconds and just stare, stare lovingly at it, so I'll I'll be right back. And they called it puppy love. Do-do-do-do. Okay, I'm back. It's <laughs> The countdown timer has begun. Yeah. So that's my top ten sci-fi games. Um, we're going to take a quick Do-do-do-do. break and I thought a bit of sci-fi music would be appropriate. So to do the whole credit thing, this is from Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. The title of this remix... Uh, this is a remix of 
Um, is that FTL? I, no. This is a remix of a track from the video game Mobile Suit Gundam Wing Endless Duel, which was released in 1996 for the SNES. The song was Heavy Arms, but this remix is called Heavy Arms Let Me Lift This Load, and the remixer is Dark Sword. So we'll be right back after this musical interlude.
have you ever actually watched um, any of the Gundam stuff at Gundam Wing or I've played a PlayStation 3 Gundam game uh, can't say much about it because so many so <sighs> many so, sad, many, so many sad orphan boys I have no idea what you're on about big sad eyes big hair so sad so emo all the feels so you fit what, right in that crowd what, what is hell War is hell. War never changes. Okay, so, one to video games, and I must say, I'm quite sci-fi curious. Uh, what? Get out, get out, get the <laughs> hell out. Get, stop the recording, get the hell out. So, um, I've done my top ten, we're on to your one on off the video games. So, yeah. so let's lead on. begin then, shall we? So, we have to start off at number ten, Endless Space. It's a game where you can. It's a game. That's a that's a fantastic, uh, fantastic endorsement. Shut up, Zook. Uh, It's a system control game. Uh, Each time you get a planet, there's also another chance of like building any resources. I only played it. It's a civilization game. It's like a yeah. I played it only for about four hours. I put it in there because I like the soundtrack to it as well. And it's also gorgeous. It is. It really, really is. And I put it on there mainly because I know it sounds stupid, but uh, if I don't like the soundtrack of a game when I've been playing it for two or three hours, I'm not going to enjoy the game. You and I need to play that one. What one? That game. Oh, the game you were just talking about. Oh, yeah. I forget what we talk about. I have short-term memory loss. Who are you? Um, so, uh, from, from Endless Space, we'll move on to another one that I do play quite a bit, or I used to until I've run out of people to play with. Uh, it's a game called Warframe. It's a really cool, futuristic, sci-fi uh, run-and-gun hack-and-slash. It's whatever you really want. I mean, I've, you've got Warframes that you build and you do stuff in. You're playing in... What a sort of stuff? Well, you're collecting resources to help. You're playing as what's called a Tano, if I remember rightly. Because um, let's have a look at my library. I last played it on the 17th of January this year, so quite a while ago. It's been longer it, than that for me. I love the pace of it. I love how fast it was. Yeah, and with certain Tano suits, you can go a hell of a lot faster. Like I love one of them I've got, which is dual-wielding pistols. I've got another one that's all about bows. Uh, I used to play with a couple of guys who were so, so quick and so good. It was amazing. I'd be at the back like, guys, I found stuff. They're like, yeah, we discovered that 10 minutes ago. I was like, what? <laughs> um, I do like it, though. It's it's quite fun. Um, not really much to say on it. Again, it's got an amazing... Si- uh, si- uh, Let's put the teeth back in, Alex. Let's try that one again. It's got a really good soundtrack. Uh, again, I I have to say, one of these things is they're not invasive soundtracks. There's not lyrics you have to worry about. It is literally a case of, is this fun to listen to? Yes. Okay, keep playing. Um, so that, that's certainly a fun one for me. Um, going on from that, we're going on to the Star Wars Battlefront series. Now, despite what you might think, what uh, DICE have done with the recent Star Wars Battlefront I like, bit. I like the recent one. I haven't, I haven't really got into it. I tried playing it with a couple of friends and just no, couldn't couldn't get into it. it. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was lovely playing a Battlefront game again, but it's not the Battlefront I remember from PlayStation Two that engorged me for so many hours. And I later bought on PC. Sorry, um, sorry. Did you say? Did you mean absorbed me? What did I say? Engorged. I meant absorbed. I'm having a long. Wow, day. 
You had a throbbing erection. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm dyslexic. I struggle with words. Wow. Shut up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> can okay. You, moving can on. Can you stop? <laughs> um, wow. As I was trying to say before someone decided to interrupt my train of thought. And point out the words you yourself used. I struggle with words. Okay, go ahead, sorry. Uh, as I was trying to say, <laughs> I remember Star Wars Battlefront 2 as being one of the most amazing games to play on. Yeah, I, I loved it, and I loved the mix of space combat and yeah, Gavarian, like, which is coming back in the new ex- in the newest patch, the newest expansion. Yeah, if I remember right, these the Death Star Trench run you can yeah. do. But uh, I liked the jump, I liked the space fighting and everything in the, in the Battlefront 2. I had that for the PC rather than, you know, the PS2, which PS2 would be great, but obviously the advantage of the PC was the fantastic online play. Mm. Like, I, I've only just really rediscovered that recently. and I, I What? It's great. Yeah, I mean, after the servers went down, that was that was annoying. But um, I don't know if they've actually got brought back. I know there was talking, uh, talks of fans taking it over. No idea. Um, I mean, uh, there's not much really else I can say about it. It was a fun game to play. The space combat was amazing. Even on PlayStation 2, I, I only got into PC gaming probably about three, four years ago. So not something that I... Uh, sorry, no, probably about five years ago. I've always had a PC, but not really been a PC gamer. So when I got the chance and heard it was on sale, I was like, hell to the yes, let's go and pick that up. Um, going on from the Battlefront series again. What numbers was, next? Well, actually, what I was going to say just lastly was the fact that there was also a PSP version, and I believe there was a Vita version as well. Um, never got to really play those. I remember being a kid in high school, hearing that there was going to be this amazing Battlefront Three, where you could customize your character and spaceship, and then there was oh, you can't customize your character and spaceship, but there's going to be all this customization options and it was oh my god this amazing um then nothing ever happened while you're in high school it was like uh if you play a game right now i'm hearing a lot of cl- a lot of clicking i'm not playing at the moment no oh, right, okay no uh is it that yeah yeah that's my mouse i'm onto a tab because we ordered uh, during during the break uh i my my wonderful partner said order me food and order you food, so I did. So I'm just currently refreshing the page to see how far food away is uh, before I end up, you know, a couple inches shorter. So let's have a look. And we're now cooking. Of course, you'll hear this two weeks from now and be like, why did you tell me? Um, so, yeah, sorry, I, I'll stop clicking. Uh, <laughs> it that long to edit. Yeah, <laughs> we're not editing. Um, so this one, this one needs editing. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I would also say, on the back of that, we're on to number seven, which is the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic series, uh, which is Knights of the Republic 1, 2, and then their online one, uh, which is the MMORPG. Which is low with lightsabers. It is. I have to admit, I did kind of like that. Um, I didn't say it was a bad thing. No, no, no. I'm just saying I did play with a couple of guys um, and I thought it was amazing. It's better with friends, I would have to say. Uh, Although the original Knights of the Old Republic have still got a special place in my heart, as I think many gamers will say, like, one was better than two because two was rushed. Uh, Although I do believe the fans are still working on 
the content that was left in the background and like finishing up. I and think that's made... been done now. Has it actually been done? Fantastic. So. Um, not much else you can say there. It's it's an amazing RPG. If you haven't played it, I'd really recommend it. It's certainly worth getting for your PC. It will run. I've on... never got that far into it. I might I might go back to. Yeah, my my favorite bit. I can't remember what planet you were on, but you were going against the what the pig guys called Gamorians. I remember I was with a friend and we tried tried this. It was on his mum and dad's computer. It was in their bedroom actually, and the computer couldn't really run it that well. So we put in a cheat for Invincible Health, but it only lasted in the section. When you went into a new section, you had to re-enter it. We didn't know this, and when we saved, all these Gamorian guards came down. <laughs> killed you in one hit and they're like but we're invincible so for ages we were just confused that Gamorian guards apparently just can kill anything uh, so we managed to find a way to pause it enter the cheating and do it so we could just get through it it was it was great it was great fun did it absorb you it did and did I'm it going, engorge you I'm going to kill you I, I, I am going to kill you uh, number six is a game I haven't played but I've watched a lot of walkthroughs I've watched a lot of things for I've watched a lot of friends play I've played it on friends computers it's the XCOM series uh, it's fantastic it is I really want to pick up XCOM 2 just because of how it looks I'm very much about the visual of games if I'm honest I love if a game looks graphically cool or uh, you know different I'll certainly pick it up uh, I have obviously made some bad choices with that with to, um, my library such as Hotline Miami I am afraid to say it looked interesting picked up, really hated it um, but with stuff like the XCOM series it's one I'm waiting for it to come down on sale before I'll engorge it god damn it engross myself in uh, wow <laughs> two for two uh, <sighs> hate today uh, to um, bring us back to a sort of core concern of sort of tabletop I recently picked up the tabletop version of that, actually. Yeah, that one actually quite looked interesting. Hmm. So, how did it? How did it actually play out? Have you not, not had played a it yet? Yeah, let me know how it is. I mean, uh, the next one I've got on my list, down to number five, is one of my all-time favorites: forty k Warhammer forty thousand Space Marine. Originally going to be a trilogy, uh, however, THQ went bust. Of many of you probably remember. Because uh, of Space Marine. No, <laughs> not because not of Space Marine. Space Marine was amazing. It was a third person shooter where you played as a, funny enough, Ultramarine Space Marine. Space uh, Marine. Space Marine. You're, sorry, an Ultramarine. Uh, sorry, a chapter. A Space Marine of the Ultramarines chapter. Uh, and I believe your third company or second company? Can't remember. It's really, really great. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of memes spouted off that. Uh, the Codex Astartes does not support this. Um. It it was supposed to be a trilogy. The way Space Marine ends, I'm not going to spoil it because I know a lot of people are still playing it. Uh, and does still... it end with them being Space Marines? It does end with them being Space Marines, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, the series was supposed to... Unfortunately, the ending of Space Marine ends in a quick time event, which a lot of fans got annoyed at. But it's a good game. I love it. I had it on PlayStation 3 and then recently on Steam. Uh, of course, we're recording this about the beginning of October. There was a Steam sale. I picked up that all the DLC, all the uh, all the everything else for just under a tenner, and I love playing it again. It's one of my favourite series. Uh, I love 40k as I said before. I've grown up with it since I was about six. So getting finally a game when you fire a bolter. I know on Dawn of War and stuff like that, and the old Space Hulk game. Does multiplayer still work? That's actually what I was going to ask you. I don't know. I know for PS3, it's pretty much 
dead, but I'll have to look on PC. We need to uh, look because it, multiplayer was fantastic. Multiplayer was. I wanted to try the Chaos Unleashed gameplay and the and the Dreadnought gameplay. That I looked... Dreadnought wasn't great. I loved my Emperor's Children guy though. My bright pink guy just zipping about with a jump pack. Yeah, I need to get back it. I got quite high in the multiplayer on PS3, but of course that doesn't carry over, which is annoying. Um, it, Ma- was... it was it was jump pack and melter gun. Oh, melter guns were disgusting. They are amazing, but gee whiz, were they disgusting? Like, oh yeah, you're dead. What? <laughs> what, I liked, uh, what I liked about it was that your character had a problem I've got with Star Wars Battlefront, the newest one, mm. is that your characters are quite floaty. I find that with all the Battlefront and Battlefield oh, games. Oh yeah, yeah, they In are. In Space Marine, there's a real sense of weight. Your oh character. yeah, and look look at how he moves. Every time he does, there's a clunk from his armor. There's something huge moving. All you the are... movement you feel heavy. Yeah, and that's and good. And that's something Gears of War does well as well. Yeah, uh, I never really got into the Gears of War franchise. I'm not a huge like... fan either, but it does that really well. Yeah, I mean the thing is, I would say that for um, uh, Space Marine, with the clunkiness of the armor. That's you know, sorry, the the sense of weight of the armor. Sorry, when you fire a bolter, it sounds big, it sounds heavy, it sounds beefy. Crack. Yeah, and it's it's a gory game as well, but it's done in a. It's not OT. It's not it, OTT. Yeah, yeah, it's it's when you start. <laughs> I still love it. Like the first uh, first twenty seconds of the first mission is kill the grots. You know, smash them with your knife, and it slows down on the last one. You just see this grot's head explode, or stun the enemy, and then do an execution to gain health. And you're like, yes, yes, please, this is incredible. Um, I just had to buy it again. I don't know why, but I found it incredible. Um, I love the experience of 40k when it's done right. Dawn of War to me, yeah, good game, but Space Marine, so much better. Yeah. Okay, move on. Excuse me a second. <coughs> Sorry about that. So, number four is Planetary Annihilation. Can I stop you for a second? I'm willing to bet... I'm willing to bet that two of the games that I would put really high won't be on yours. Right. I, won't say want... th- I won't say three because one would be Total Annihilation. But you've got Planetary Annihilation, which is like an update to it. Yeah. So, I'll give what you credit. You say, can I ask... I won't reveal it just now, but what would you say... Uh, are, are, are definitely on there or not on there? I don't know. I'm I'm waiting to hear, but I don't think my two favourites will be on there. Which are? We'll come to that after. I want to see if I'm right first. Fair enough. So, um, let's have a look. Planetary Annihilation, love it. Remind me of Commander Conquer. Rise your total annihilation. It's uh, it's amazing. It's. It's also a lot of fun, although the AI, if I remember rightly from when we used to play it, was just like, yeah, we lost. Why? We put too much AI on. Um, it, it It's incredible. You get That's the Death Star planet. That's because we're bad. Yeah, it, it put the Death Star planet on, which my favourite moment still is when I was playing with a bunch of guys and I was playing with James and everybody else. And I managed to get to the Death Star planet and James was sending a... Uh... Sorry, I'll put my teeth back and we'll try that again. James was trying to launch an asteroid at me, and I managed to zap the planet his commander on when his uh, the asteroid was literally about four or five hundred meters away from the planet, and I won just by that. 
it was it's fun and you play as little robots which are cute would you say that it's one of your favorites or i've not played it in a while but it's fantastic yeah okay you ready to move on what's next okay number three uh we have got deus ex human revolution uh, I did previously mention that Deus Ex Human Revolution was the first dip for me into the Deus Ex cyberpunk world. Um, playing Cyberpunk 2020 when I was younger and looking forward to the new video game of Cyberpunk 2077 when Project Red Key actually blinking announced the full thing. They've been holding this on for three or four years now. It's annoying, but they will if they've done that, well, they have done with The Witcher, I cannot wait. Uh, Human Revolution is amazing. Uh, they've recently brought out Mankind Divided. I was lucky enough to go and try it out at a friend's house. I thought it was great. It reminded me a lot of Human Revolution. Uh, a lot better graphics, obviously. Uh, but Human Revolution really brought forward <coughs> the idea of non-lethal stealth gameplay or non-lethal aggressive play. And there was a point, I remember, where you deal with the first main bad guy who's I can't remember his name. Uh, he's ex special forces or ex army or whatever he is, and he's got. I all remember he's got this eye patch, and for ages I was trying to trank him as he was starting to talk. And I eventually got it, and it brought a different aspect to it than if I'd let him go or just killed him or, and all these different things. And it really brought. Oh, I can actually do this, and if I replay that, that's what this is going to happen. It was really really fun. Mankind divided though. I just went in all guns blazing, and I think I killed about four hostages two seconds. So, number two mm-hmm. is an MMORPG. It's Star Trek Online. Uh, the Star Trek franchise hasn't got that many good games to its repertoire, but I think Star Trek Online really was fine. Um, My favourite Star Trek was Birth of the Federation. I've never really tried Star Trek Online because it sounds boring. It's fun with a group of people. I found it boring on my own, but I play with James. I used to play with Alan. Um, and I played with another guy, another Stuart, Stuart A. You're, uh, sorry, you're Stuart A, he's Stuart B. Um, I'm, I think you'll find he's Stuart A, I'm Stuart 1. Oh, I can't remember. There were so many things in right. that game. Uh, basically, he, me and everybody else team up, and it was really, really fun. Uh, I, on your own, though, it was kind of like, nah. But <coughs> if you have one... Uh, engineer, one tactical and one science officer, it becomes a lot more fun um, and you get different things you got the ranks, it was really really fun and you got to customise your ship so although it was, if you weren't playing, uh, paying to play, you could still have fun with the free parts and the more things you got and you could customise mm. and, it, and it really engrosses you into that series uh, and plus you can dress all your guys up like the next generation my favourite Star Trek Um it was it, it was just fun, and the Section Thirty One uniforms. And if anybody who gets into Star Trek knows Section Thirty One, they are amazing. Uh, and number one, can number you have a guess? Number one. Can you guess what number one is? No. Have a guess. I genuinely don't know. I don't know if you would have played it yourself, but it's certainly one of my favourite ones. It's the Mass Effect trilogy. Yeah. Eh. Eh. Wouldn't wouldn't have made my list, pal. Really? I mean, it's sprouted numerous RPGs, pen and paper based. It's sprouted. Stop! Eh! Stop! Stop! Stop it! Stop it! Don't! 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 It's my baby. I love it. Sorry, I promise. (laughs) I met won't. 
it was released originally on Xbox 360 and PC. Uh, eventually came to the PlayStation as a port, and it was done terribly, I'm afraid. Uh, I picked up the trilogy recently for PC, and I think it cost me about thirteen pounds, thirteen fourteen. I've got the collector's edition on PS3. I think you um, overpaid. Sorry. I think you overpaid. I did, but I, I love it. I love it. Hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I love it. It was originally released in two thousand and seven. Uh, you play as Commander Shepard. Shepard. Uh, it ran until two thousand and twelve, with the last one in the trilogy uh, being the. Mass Effect 3. It's an incredible game. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of fans got annoyed by the ending, and I can understand why, but we're not here to discuss that. It's a believable sci-fi, is what I like to call it. They they relate to things that are very human. You are, of course, playing it as a human, going through the, uh, the galaxy as we know it. Um, there is also, at this time of recording, there is the announcement of Mass Effect 4 Andromeda, which, funny enough, is going to be set in the Andromeda Galaxy. Uh, again, by the looks of it, you will be playing as a human. Possibly someone of a descendant of Shepard, I believe, which I hope they don't. Uh, my Fantastic. Fav- my favourite, favourite, favourite character from the Mass Effect series, however, is Zaid, who is a mercenary, who is badass, and is amazing. He is my favorite, favorite, favorite character from this. Um, they did a, do a graphic novel set, which I will be picking up in the next few weeks. Uh, they also did a comic series, a short one through Black Horse, which I'm lucky enough to have a copy of. And I'll be picking up some artwork, a couple of bobbleheads, uh, just uh, Mass Effect I love, I love, I love. And they did a book series as well. Uh, never got into the books, I'm afraid. But they do explain some of the characters you meet in Mass Effect 3. Um, it's still good, though. So. How's that ending? For 3? Yeah. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Oh, but it's so important. No, it's not. Okay. No, no, it's not. It, it's not. It's really not. So, it's the two games. Oh, sorry. There, there is one last thing I'd like to bring up, though. Yeah. So, obviously, this is a top 10. Uh, however, this is more likely to be a top 10 with a possible replacement to my number one. Uh, the release date... I am an optimist because I am nothing... You're the prime not, optimist. I am an optimist of prime. Uh, this one is called Warhammer 40,000 Space Hulk Deathwing. If any of you fans have played uh, Left 4 Dead or the Payday series or anything like that, you are a you are set sort of in that as a survival game. You are one of the elite first company of the Death Angel, uh, De- uh, uh, Dark Angels, not Angels of Death. Uh, you will be playing as a librarian, or you can play multiplayer with three of your friends uh, and stomp your way through the dark, decrepit, uh, sort of under uh, under low-light vision Space Hulk, which is... Uh, it looks incredible. I'd really recommend going and viewing it. Uh, I'm really, really hyped for this. It's something I really look forward to. The videos released of the actual gameplay look incredible. I honestly, I know you don't pre-order a game generally, 
But next month I will be pre-ordering it because I want the I want the the, the in-game the Lost Mace uh, the Lost Mace of Corswain, which is a reference to one of the books that was released about the uh, the Dark Angels. It looks incredible. I will be picking it up. It looks like it could be a really 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 fun game. Uh, it, it just looks incredible. I think it could take the number one spot. Um, the two that I would put in there as well. Probably my number two would have been F- FTL. Never got into that. Faster than light. It's a roguelike game. It, I'm so bad at it, but I love it. And I did once try a sort of Star Wars mod for it, and that was terrible. But the game itself is fantastic. The soundtrack's amazing as well, so it meets that that requisite of yours. However, it's just such a fun game when you're you've got your wee ship and you're going through the galaxy and you're upgrading it and you're yeah it's just a lot of fun and there's some games you just can't win and there's some that you've got a good chance of but I just really like it it makes me happy I couldn't get into it I've watched so many videos about it I've seen it's cheap pick it up and just get a go <sighs> no 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 I can't you don't can. wanna you can I've got Deathwing to look forward to is better than Deathwing. No, it's not. Yes. No, it's not. Moving on. My number one would have to be, and I'm ashamed for you that it's not on your list, Freelancer. I never played it. It's amazing. I've heard, but I've never played it. You can do anything. And what I really like is, I'm so chuffed with it. There's a video game group at lunchtimes at the school that I work at, and they sometimes they sometimes put a freelancer server up. Do they? And play that. And I, I don't go up and join uh, them because, sadly, I have adult things. That sounds dodgy. That, that. I have grown-up things to do. I not, have adult things to do. Not, don't uh, come in! Engor- don't. Engorged! No, um... <laughs> you should have that in the bathroom cubicle. Currently engorged. No, I can't do that. Moving on. Um, yeah. I've got other things to do, unfortunately, but it's fantastic, and I love that they're still playing it. And that's a game that I first heard of in an advert in a Star Wars comic. <laughs> so, yeah. It's fantastic. Um, right. That's us for the video games. We're right. going to take one more break, and then, sir, I am going to come back and quiz you. Oh, God. Now, because one of my favourites is FTL... This last break is actually a bit of music from FTL. The soundtrack is by a guy called Ben Prunty, who's fantastic. He's actually doing music for a game that one of my school friends is making called Oh uh, Dark Side Detective. Hmm, sounds good. Yeah, well, it's on it's on Steam. I think it was greenlit already. Hmm. Um, it looks fantastic. However, so Ben Prunty, um. The remix, again, this is from Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. The, this is FTL Faster Than Rock. Oh. This remix is called, and it's by the remixer Little V. Let's give it a wee cheeky listen then. Wow, that was terrible.
Alex. That was actually a pretty decent track. I will give it that uh, for a remix anyway. Yeah. Right, Alex, we're going to have a go at this, right? Uh, just a word of forewarning. Nope. <laughs> it's a sci-fi quiz about sci-fi. There's a lot of Star Wars, a bit of 40k, a little bit of Trek and some random stuff thrown in, and there's a question at the end just to piss you off. Ah, oh, joyous days. Hit me, baby, one more time. I suppose. Okay, so... Advisor to the world. Number one, you should be able to get. Okay, let's try it. Let's try it. How many questions are there? Ten. 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 Number ten. Number one. No. Oh. 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 We're going to one to ten. Yeah, that's how this works. Okay. What is the home world of the Wookiee species Kashyyyk. in Star Wars? Hmm. Kashyyyk. One out of ten. Or as, or as you sometimes hear it, Kashuk, and it's like, <laughs> 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 Um, actually, no. Okay, uh, good so, good start. Let me put a little, let me put a little tick there, so. A little bit one in your line. Okay, so, name the, 40k one now, name the Primark of the Iron Warriors. Perturbo. I'll give you that. Petra Rabble, but yeah, I'll give you that. Shut up. I'm disappointed. I was hoping that was one you wouldn't get. You thought I was going to say Ferris Manus, weren't you? I was hoping that. Yeah, I did, almost did, did. Did you almost say it? I almost did, and then I was like, no, you said warriors, not hands. Okay. Uh, Baba Boosh. Star Trek. Who is Picard's, that's Jean-Luc Picard's, second officer? Do you mean his first officer, which would be William no, Riker? No, I mean his second officer. So it's not William Riker. Is it Commander Forge? Uh, no, it's not Commander LaForge. It's... I need a solid answer. Come on. If you're, if you're committing to Shut one, up. commit Shut to it. Uh, Lieutenant Worf. No. Commander Data. Data. So that's... So far is you've it, got two Is it Data? Yeah. Damn it! The next one is... Sorry, I thought you were meaning his second officer as he was the first officer on the bridge. Star Wars now. Original and new or expanded. Uh, who's Anakin Skywalker's apprentice? Uh, Sokotano. Good. Technically, if you watch the Fantastic film. character. <laughs> Have you seen the whole of the... Not really. You need to, it's so good. Okay, next up, Avatar. What? Oh, you, ha- you, you have... As the James Cameron one. Yeah, you will get this one. You cannot not get this one. So number five, name the valuable element that is being sold. Unobtainable. Unobtainium. Unobtainium. Yeah. That's the one that <laughs> I I don't would've... know why I went unobtainable. I was like, this answer is unobtainable. It's uh, very, it's very similar to that more common element of don't give, a, do not give it a fuckium. <laughs> that piece of shittium. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number six. Back to forty k. Mm-hmm. Which Eldar craft world? That's the question. No. Um. Which, <laughs> which Eldar craft world was almost wiped out by the Tyranids? I want to say Ulthui. No, oh. I, I can't pronounce it, but Ayandin. What? Ayandin. I, I, Y, and N. 
So, okay, that's still not bad. That's still um, two two marks of shame so far. Out of... Six. That's not bad. Okay, on which planet? That's the Firefly one. Mm. On which planet would you find Serenity Valley? Oh, God damn it. I just re I no, just rewatched no, no Googling. I'm not. I'll give you a clue, it's named after a god. That doesn't help. Um No Googling. I'm not Googling. Uh, oh my god. Uh it's Greek, I know it. Are you gonna pass? No. Uh, Hera. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, good one. Yes! Green. And that was during the Unification Wars against the Brancos. Which Corel... Okay. Star Wars. Expanded Universe. Mm-hmm. Which Corellian member of Rogue Squadron oh, trained as a Jedi under Luke Skywalker? I have no clue. It's been so many years since I've tried Rogue Squadron. This is meant to be one of the harder questions. Oh, I might actually have to Google this one. Uh, Don't dare! Come on. Oh, hang on. Was there a video game about him? No. No, I know. You know the one I'm trying to think of. Then. Uh, Oh, I mean. Oh, it might be. (laughs) No, no, don't know. Corin Horn. No, I wouldn't go that. Okay. You know the one I was thinking of, don't you? Though the one that everybody's doing. Nine. What is the name of the love interest for Wally in the Pixar movie? Wally. Eve? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> and last one. <laughs> last one. Yeah. Who was E.T.'s teacher? Oh, come on! I don't know this! Um, who call- I hated E.T. Who called him back to the green planet I don't to know. save all the people. It gets better. In the theme park ride, E.T. Adventure. I don't know. I hated E.T. Your clue is there was a lot of plants involved. I don't know. I hated E.T. I don't know. I, I I give up. Botanicus. Oh. God damn it, Mister. Okay. So tally that up. O- that one was the that one was there to piss you off. It did. It severely did. What do you think you've got? Five. Six. Hey. Oh, fifty percent. Yes. Okay. I'm happy with that. Next time when we do fantasy, I'm looking forward to that quiz. Well, I'm quizzing you on fantasy. I like quizzing you. I'm the teacher here. Come on. You're the te- that that is a point. I still can't believe the first time you asked me about uh, my schooling and I was slagging off a teacher. It turned out to be your cousin. Yeah. Yeah, that that was all good. We're all, we're all <laughs> teachers. It, anyway, so six out of ten, really not that bad. I'd, you were saying well, beforehand, I'd, I'd, for adequate. Harambe would not would not be proud of you. No, but he would ask for your dick being out. Stop it. It's true. Bad Alex. 
You're bad, Alex. Wow. I'm just a bad sender. Okay. So I think that's us pretty much finished up for this time. Um, yeah. Sci-fi. I think it's safe to say that we both love it. It's safe yeah. to say there's loads of games about it, even if you haven't played many of the board games. I do want to play Star Wars Rebellion with you. Yeah, that that is definitely... And crush you as the Empire. Oh, thank you. Into the ground. I really wanted to play the Empire. Oh, you can, actually. I've not played I don't the... like playing the Pansy Rebels. I've not played the Rebels that much. It's mainly been the Empire that I've been, so I'd actually like the opportunity... You, right, you, I'll take the Empire, and you take the Rebels and probably mm. still win. I think it's team. easier for your first game to go the Rebels, though. Fine, I'll play the Rebels. Again, I'm happy either way, though. No, 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 no. No, I'm happy to win no, either no, no, way. No, 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 that's fine. You know what we also need to do more of? We need to have another game online of... Um... Roleplay? And Twilight Struggle. We need to, yeah, yeah. That would uh, that would actually be pretty good. Hmm. Also, when I am up next, we should do a recording together. We should also do a one-shot RPG. What and record it? Or I don't know about that. If Meg's there, she won't be keen on the recording. No, she doesn't. Uh, she but we need to. Up. We definitely need to record for the show when I'm up. Possibly, because um... then we'd actually have better audio. Because that's another thing, my friend. Dave brought up is apparently I come through a bit louder than you. Yeah, yeah. It's that's just, just because I'm naturally louder. I grew up harsh. with deaf. I grew up with my excuses. I grew up with deaf parents. I speak naturally a bit louder. So there. Okay. I'm not signing this. Okay, so that do you want to do the outro and that be us? Yeah. So thank you again, folks, for listening to No Rerolls Radio, part of No Rerolls Blog. We hope you've enjoyed today. My name is Alex. And Stuart. And hope you have a good evening. Cheers, folks. Night. You've been listening to No Rerolls Radio. Check out our blog at norerolls.co.uk. One hopes to see you again soon.